Hello and welcome back to the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington. I am your host and owner of PW Digital Media Entertainment, Phil Washington. As always, I am coming to you from our studios here in Orlando, Florida. If you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing to the podcast where we are being streamed exclusively on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Amazon. You can also follow PW Digital Media Entertainment on Instagram and on threads at the handle PW underscore digital underscore media underscore entertainment. For that, I will kindly thank you in advance. It's been a while. It's been a little bit since I've done a podcast. Um, Life happens. You know, sometimes there's going to be periods where I really don't have much to talk about or subjects you know that I think would be interesting then again wouldn't be but I figure it's it's what's it been a couple weeks I think so we have uh we got a couple things to get into as a matter of fact I want to get into something right now this one this one's pretty interesting so tony baker comedian social media influencer especially with his um with his uh background vocals that he'll do on uh like animals uh, and other uh, videos, he'll do like the background background uh, voices for animal videos and stuff like that. Tony came out not too long ago. I think he was on the Breakfast Club, and he made a comment that really resonated with me, and the fact. Was that he doesn't like 
phone calls. And I got to say, he made some excellent points. So let's do this. Can we can we queue up? Uh, let's let's queue up the man himself. Let's queue up Tony Baker on why he hates phone calls. This I this is from the uh, Breakfast Club. Here we go. Where Demetrius he texts me every single day. Love you, bro. And that's all I need. Why do you hate talking on the phone? I hate talking on the phone. But why? Former drug dealer? PTSD? No, because oh. you got to you got to show up, first of all. On the phone? On the phone, you got to be there. You got to have energy. <laughs> you got to have back and forth. A lot of people a lot of people just want to call you no, that's real. And, and talk to you and vent. And you just sitting there taking it. And I wasn't ready to take it. Oh, so now man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Now I'm that's crazy to death. And then it's like, you got to be on. Then when you get quiet, it's like, man, you good? Why are you quiet? I'm just, I, 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 this is all I got. So all of that, I got to prep for it. So it's like, man, what you want? So you seem like you would be a phone tucker from watching like your podcast and stuff like yeah. that. It feels like you would be like a good phone conversationalist. Right. I mean, I can, I can, I can hang in there. I can hold my own. <laughs> But if I don't feel like talking, I just be like, that's crazy, Angela. Yep, that's crazy. Man. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to hang in there, you know what I'm saying? Take it one day at a time. You got people that take advantage quiet. of that? You got people that take advantage of that? Like, they know what time to call you? Like, let me call him, like, around 9.30 a.m. when he just getting up. This is what I know people do. They'll text me. And then I'll text back, and they'll call me right after that. Cause, so they, <laughs> they know. They know. You're paying it. You have your phone. Exactly. Yep. They know you can answer right now. Yeah. And I still watch it die. I will watch that phone call die off in my <laughs> hand. I'll be like. Or if you post something on social media, and then they call you right after, they're like, boom. I know he's on his phone. Mm-hmm. He just posted He just posted this. Yeah. And I see it, too. I'm like, I just posted it. Now they call me. <laughs> I will watch that phone call die off. <laughs> Do you ever not post because you don't want anybody to call you? Yes. I've done that. So you don't like the phone either? Uh, I talk on the phone. You know when I talk on the phone for real? When I'm in the car, mostly. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm driving and I got the Bluetooth, it's easier for me. Like while I'm just driving, because I got to be here anyway. There's nothing else I could really be doing Mm -hmm. at the same time. You can multitask, especially when you got the the good, when you talking to them. like It's like they're in the ceiling of the car. (laughs) You're just like, yes, I told her right. And sometimes you got to, you know, take it one day at a time. I can do it then. But if I'm at home, nah, man, tech. All right, thank you. Um, Tony dropped a lot of facts. A lot of facts. Number one, he said you have to show up, which means ring, 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 ring. Then you're like, oh, damn, who's who's calling? I got to find the phone. Where is it? I got to show up. The second thing which for me is dead on because I'm lucky enough to have some good friends in my life. And, and damn it, that's what you need. I don't need a lot. I just need like four, five, six of y'all that, that'll, help me, that'll help keep me grounded. And in, in some, some of these calls, <clears throat> I... I feel like a damn therapist because all I'm really doing is hearing you vent on something or someone. And Tony's right. Sometimes my response is just like, damn, really? 
You don't say. Man, that's crazy. Man, I can't believe that. Or in some cases, yeah, yeah, I can believe that. Sometimes I won't say a word. I won't say a word for 10, 15, hell, even 20 minutes. Then, then when I don't say anything, when it gets eerily quiet, I get the, yo, man, you, uh, you still there? Everything all right? Yeah, 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 I'm here. I'm cool. I'm listening. But then again, but then once again, here's when your people know that you are on your phone. And Tony alluded to this, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go a step further. When you log onto your social media and your chat says available, that little green dot, especially on Facebook, that little green dot that's in the lower right hand portion of the screen, that little green dot is like, oh, Phil's available. Hmm. Let's see what's going on. Let me give him a call. I want to chat. I want to vent. That's number one. Number two. When you post something, whether it's a tweet, X, whatever, whatever it's called nowadays, uh, a story, a post, or a reel on Instagram, on threads, you share something on Facebook, people will be like, hmm. He or she just posted a few minutes ago. Well, they're they're on their phone. Let me go ahead and call them. Let's see what they up to. See, times are different. Uh, allow me, if you will, to take you back to the 1990s when there were still landline phones, pay phones, beepers, and those big ass cell phones that you would see Zach Morris have from Saved by the Bell. In order for us to communicate back then, it was one of three ways. In person, on the phone, or writing a letter and sending it through the United States Postal Service. That's it. By the way, did anybody growing up have a pen pal? I don't think I did. Now that I think about it. I might have. Did I? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's let's now transition to the early 2000s, right? And most of America is now quote unquote online. Whether it's by Microsoft Windows or Apple's Macintosh computers, which today they are now just simply known as Macs, we were starting to get connected. The World Wide Web, yes. A lot of people, a lot of people were using America Online, aka AOL. AT&T had their own internet service. Yahoo, CompuServe, etc. By this time, a new service was starting to come out. A new program was starting to call out. And it was called Instant Messaging. 
Now, I didn't know about ICQ with the uh-oh sounds as notifications. Almost everyone I knew had AOL Instant Messenger. I think by the time I got to high school, either freshman, might have been freshman year, the big thing was, yo, let me, uh, let me get your username on AOL so we can, uh, we can talk after school. If you didn't have AOL Instant Messenger, you either had Yahoo Messenger or MSN Messenger. Then some of you may remember that during that time, we were able to have our own web pages. Remember that? Yeah, you, you could have your own website on Lycos, Tripod, and GeoCities. Who remembers that? I know I do. Good times. This was we right now. This was this was when we were starting to get real creative, and we were looking for. We go to different websites, and we look for scripts and HTML codes to get our pages looking cool. If you didn't have a web page, you might have had a blog. The one that immediately comes to mind with me. Is a site called Zanga. X-A-N-G-A. Zanga. Zanga was pretty much your online diary. You could post your medium quality picture from your Kodak Easy Share digital camera and upload it through your now DSL speed cable line to your Zanga blog. Oh, the then, a little thing called MySpace arrived, and it really started to take off. I think this was the summer, oh man, summer 2003? I think it was 2003. And it didn't matter when you signed up, because your first friend would always be, who would it be? Any guesses? You guys remember who it was? Tom, it was Tom. Wanted to be everybody's friend. But the, now that I think about it, the thing that was pretty savage on the part of MySpace was how they had a top friends list. It was a top eight. You could choose who would be in your top eight. And boy, let me tell you, those decisions did not have to be that tough, but they were. Sometimes putting people in your top eight would, would damn near kill friendships. Be like, mm, I'm not in your top eight. All right. All right. Shit, I see how it is. Oh, I've seen friendships and relationships come and go just based on being in the, in the MySpace top eight. Oh, oh my lord. You could add music. That I think that was a few that might have been a few years later on. You could add music. Um I I could still see the blue, that blue 
uh, that blue little rectangle with all the announcements. You can post your bulletins. Um, you can see new comments on your page, uh, new messages, new friend requests, um, new birthdays, new, ev <coughs> new event invitations, new photo comments, new blog subscription posts. Oh my goodness. And look, I think this was all too much for us 15, 20 years ago. And look, we still talked on the phone, okay? But but sometimes we would have to wait until 8 or 9 p.m. to use up all the minutes we want. And depending on what carrier you had, whether it was AT&T, whether it was Sprint, Motorola, uh, Verizon, I think who else? Comcast. No, I don't know. Comcast. I don't think Comcast had a. I don't think Comcast had cell service. They had cable. They didn't have cell service. But there were there was something called unlimited nighttime minutes. You had to wait until either eight or nine o'clock, and then you can talk all you want, all you want on the phone. It was a beautiful thing. We start to text more around this time since mobile phone technology got better as the years went on. I say all of that taking you down memory lane. I say all of that to say this. Some people like talking on the phone. Some people like FaceTime, they like Skype, they like video chatting. Some people like texting. When it comes to me, personally, you can put me in the category of texting. To me, it's just more convenient. Now, when it comes to immediate family calling, not a problem. Not a problem, not an issue whatsoever. Business calls, if I don't recognize it, I'm not answering. That's why voicemail is there and it's set up. If it's that important, leave your information after the beep and I'll get back to you whenever I'm available. But yeah, I'm just like my boy Tony Baker. I am a guy that just prefers texting. That's just me. All right. I've heard from some of you in my DMs over the last week. Two weeks. Y'all in my DMs. Y'all texting me. Deion Sanders. Let's talk about it. Talking about Deion. His sons. Travis Hunter. 
the Colorado Buffaloes college football squad and and just the hype, the hype, the hype around it all. From one point of view, okay, I get it. I do. Some of you think Dion is a little out there. He's too elaborate. He's too flamboyant. He's got the chains. He's got the sunglasses. He's got the swagger. The media, the media is soaking it all up. I mean, we've had we've had Fox college morning shows. They're in Boulder. ESPN Game Day was in Boulder. First take with Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, and the one and only Miss Molly Carum. And look, we all know why first take is number one. Okay, we all know why. We all know why first take is number one. Stephen A. He's awesome. He's the man. The addition of Shannon Sharp, Pat McAfee, along with Dan Orlovsky, Kimberly A. Martin, Mad Dog Chris Russo, and 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 the whole bunch. They're all good. But fellas, we all know that First Take has something that Undisputed on FS1 does not have. Molly. Molly is awesome. I love her. And look, I know Undisputed, Undisputed just brought back Rachel Nichols. I guess she's on maybe a couple days out of the week, but she ain't no Mollywood. Tell you, Molly, Molly's awesome. Molly is awesome. Sorry, sorry, got off track. Got off track. Let's go back to Dion. All right, so back on the subject I, okay I get it I get it that it might be too much for some people I get it that uh, some would say it th- that all of this all of what's going on may be bad for college football but to those same people can I ask you a question even though you may not like Dion you still have to admit that what he, his sons, the Colorado Buffaloes team and staff, what they're doing right now is pretty cool. And listen, from the moment Dion signed on the dotted line and from his first press conference, he has said and did everything he said he was going to do. Use the transfer portal to gain talent. Check. 
use his status and sign some of the best coaches from around the country that he could find to help coach this team. Check. Use the behind-the-scenes video work and expertise of his son, Junior, for exposure of the program. Check. What does he say? I ain't hard to find, baby. We coming. Look at him now. 3-0. Already a far cry from where this same Colorado Buffaloes team was last year when they only had one win all year. Financially, he is making he's making the state of the state of Colorado, the city of Boulder, the University of Colorado. Hell, I'll even say the entire Pac-12 conference. He's making them a lot of money. And I said it earlier, he has already taken a 1-11 team from last year, and he's turned them into a top 25-ranked college football team within a few months. We all remember the first win, how they went down to Fort Worth, Texas, and beat TCU, the same TCU that was the college football National Championship runner-up. That was the true shocker. Then, they came back to Boulder and whooped up on Nebraska. And then a couple days ago, they went to overtime in a thriller in Boulder against in-state rival Colorado State. Now, the road is only going to get tougher. Because during the Colorado State game, Travis Hunter, who's the defensive back and wide receiver for Colorado, took a cheap shot and was knocked out of the game. And now it also looks like he's going to be out for about three weeks. Which sucks because the next three games for Colorado are as follows. Away against Oregon. Top 10 team. Or maybe top 12. I'm not sure where Oregon is at, but I know they are a very, very good team. They come back home against USC and then they're away against Arizona State y'all know me I keep it real I think the Buffaloes will win at least one of those games unfortunately I don't see them beating Oregon 
or USC, as good as those programs are. Colorado's starters can compete with just about every program in the nation, but they aren't near the likes of a, of a Georgia, of a Michigan, a Texas, Florida State, Notre Dame. Now, I think this Colorado group right now could have a shot at beating current Alabama. I really believe that because of the uncertainty at the quarterback position for Alabama. Who do they just face? South Florida? And literally, they didn't pull away from the game until two minutes left in the fourth quarter? Nevertheless, the next three games are going to be very tough. And it's going to be a litmus test for the Buffaloes. All right. And as we get ready to wrap it up here on this edition of the Philosophy Sessions podcast, I want to take a moment. If I can, I want to take a moment to give a special shout out to a friend of the Philosophy Sessions podcast. You may hear their commercial come up on my podcast every so often. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Pitchy Podcast, which features my sister Stephanie and her co-host James. Um, they do reviews of NBC's The Voice. And if you haven't it let me let me just say this. If you're if you're a fan of music like good music and you get and you want unbiased truthful charismatic um reviews and interviews with some of the artists I'm telling you go visit them search for them on Instagram at the handle the pitchy podcast. Uh, they are streaming their podcast, I believe, on any and all podcast platforms available. You can also find them on YouTube. Just type in the pitchy podcast and it will pop up. I want to give them a quick shout out because they did. A very, very good job with their ultimate 90s, 2000s R&B tournament. It was, it's, if you have the time, it's multiple episodes long. The way they go back and forth 
is so is so funny, but yet is so good. And they kind of piggybacked off of the concept that I did with the ultimate gospel tournament that I had at the beginning of the season. By the way, if you are a if you love gospel music, I'm telling you it's almost I think it's an hour 45. I did the entire tournament from start to finish. If you got the time, go listen to that. Like I said, we're streaming our podcast exclusively on uh, Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Podcast. I say all that to say this. I think it's time we have another tournament. I think we're going to have another tournament. And I think it's going to feature another one of my favorite genres of music. And so obviously, gospel is out of the question. Stephanie and James of the Pitchy Podcast, they did 90s and 2000s R&B. I am here to formally announce that I don't I don't know when this is going to start. I don't know when this is going to air. But a decision has been made. I am here to announce that the next tournament that I will have here on the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington will be the ultimate smooth jazz tournament for those of you that don't know I grew up in the shadows of Philadelphia and when I was home a lot of music was played we played the radio a lot going to school get in the car, go a couple blocks, get dropped off. We are listening to 1480 WDAS at AM, old school gospel. If we are if we're listening to see if our school district is closed because of snow. We would listen to KYW News Radio 1060. If we're on the road, let's say it's a weekday or Better yet, if it's like a Friday or a Saturday, if we're chilling with family, having a good time, barbecue, 
more than likely, or we're on a road trip to one of my golf tournaments. As long as we are within the Philadelphia area, it would be WJJZ 106.1. I am not singing that jingle for those of you that are wanting me to sing it. To sing it. I'm not doing it. I, my voice can't go that high. And then if the Eagles are playing, if the Phillies are playing, it would be 94 WIP. But the soundtrack, the soundtrack of my childhood the most part is WJJZ 106.1 Philadelphia. I am a huge, huge fan of smooth jazz. I still listen to it to this day. There are, if I'm doing work here at home, if I'm, if I'm on the road, if I'm not listening to uh my radio and for 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 a few years for a few years Orlando did have a smooth jazz station but and I think they still do but it's on one of the sub radio channels if you have HD radio it would be 10 something dash 3 it used to be just a station that you can pick up easily on FM. Sometimes I'll go on my I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'll go on my Spotify. I'll go on my Spotify, and I have seen someone that has saved hours upon hours upon hours of songs that would be played. In Philadelphia on WJJZ 106.1. And I'll just put it on shuffle. Go right on down the road. Whether it's going to Tampa on I-4 West. Going to the Space Coast on the 528. Maybe an, maybe an excursion to South Florida on I-95? Rip up and down the, uh, the roadways on the 417 and the 408? 429? Most of the time I'm listening to smooth jazz I'm not going to release all of the names I do have my list of 48 
but I still want to go over and and finalize because I want to make this I don't want to go too far back in time if you know what I mean and I'm probably going to leave out quite a few big names but I'm trying to keep things to where people know I want to try to keep relevant names available in this tournament and so what I'll do I got my list of 48 I'll I'll give you I'll give you 10 of them I'll give you 10 of what I think will be on of what of who will be in this tournament and like I said it's it's TBD to be determined I'm going through the list right now Anita Baker <clears throat> excuse me Anita Baker Uh, without question, Grover Washington Jr. Uh, let's see. The Rippingtons, they're in. Brian Culbertson, he's in. You gotta have Michael McDonald. Uh, let's see. Who else can I lock in? I'll give you a sleeper. I'll give you a sleeper on who I think might make it quite a quite a ways in the tournament. And he just passed away not too long ago. Bobby Caldwell. Bobby could go a long way in this tournament. Uh, so what's that? Six? That have names? Six or seven? Kenny G. Who else? Um, <laughs> Luther Vandross. He's in. I'll give you one more because I don't want to give it all away. Dave Koz. So everyone that I just mentioned, all the names that I just mentioned, more than likely they will be in this tournament. Like I said, it's the same thing that I did with the gospel tournament. I believe I have 40, 48 artists, um, four different uh Four different divisions. We go from 48 to 24, 24 to 12, down to the final four, and eventually we have a winner. Now I gotta go back and look. I gotta make sure. Was it 48 names? 
I know the NCAA, NCAA is what, 64? Can I, shoot, if it's 64, can I find, can I find 64 different smooth jazz artists? I, I, I probably could. But like I said, I'm trying to keep the names relevant so that most of you know who I'm talking about. I'm not trying to go all the way back to the the 30s and, and the 40s. I'm gonna try to keep everything from maybe like the six from like the 70s on up. So that will be sometime down the pike. The ultimate smooth jazz tournament. Coming soon to a Philosophy Sessions podcast session near you. Guys, I want to thank you. Thank you for your time. I thank you for letting me, for giving me the opportunity opportunity to entertain you. Um... Hopefully I can do these more often. And uh, I am always welcome to any feedback that you may have on Instagram, on threads. Send a DM. If you know me personally, text me. (laughs) Text me. Um... But yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Fall is uh, fall's coming. I think we're two, three days away from, from the start of fall. We made it through the summer. And if you're like me here in Florida, just because we're going to fall doesn't mean that hurricane season is done. Look at Hurricane Nicole last year. Hurricane Nicole was I believe the second week in November. So you can't rule anything out yet. All right. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already done so, if you want, Subscribe to the podcast. Turns out I have a lot more listeners on Apple than I do on Spotify and Amazon. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and on threads. The handle, once again, PW underscore digital underscore media underscore entertainment. And as I always like to end my podcast with a little little friendly reminder. If you haven't been told this lately, you need to hear this. You are loved. You have 
value. And you are worth it. Trust and believe. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Take care. Class dismissed. Listen up, let me tell you about a podcast. Philosophy sessions with Phil Washington is a blast. He drops knowledge like a bomb, got your mind blown. Leaves you thinking deep like you're in the unknown. Feeling lost, don't you worry, you're not alone. Phil's got your back, he'll guide you home. Through the maze of life, he'll be your light. Like a beacon in the dark, shining bright. Remember, you are Lord, you have value. And if you're feeling down, don't let it consume you. You're worth it more than you'll ever know. Like a diamond in the rough, let your light show. The views and opinions expressed by the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Philosophy Sessions podcast. Any content provided by our authors or content creators are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual or anyone or anything. Thank you.